This is a Federal News Network podcast. The 12th version of the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA scorecards, offered few real surprises. Most agencies continue to earn B and C grades. What came from the most recent hearing, however, is a call to possibly refocus the scorecard or break it apart into smaller and more specific accountability tasks. Federal News Network's executive editor Jason Miller joins me with what some lawmakers are thinking about when it comes to the future of FITARA. Jason, let's start with the highlights of the latest FITARA scorecards. There's one A-plus, and that goes to the General Services Administration. This is the third time in the last four scorecards they've received an A-plus. So obviously, kudos to that staff and Dave Shive, the CI over there. Otherwise, the grades were basically flat. 10 Bs, 12 Cs, 1 D for the Justice Department, something to work on. 18 of the grades were the same as this from scorecard 11. Four agencies improved and two dropped. And Tom, if you actually dig deeper, the next level down into the scorecard, a majority of the agencies in each of the subcategories, like CIO authorities or data center consolidation and optimization, or the transition to the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions or EIS contract, are getting mostly A's and B grades. There's a spattering of C's and D's, but only 10 F grades across all seven subcategories. Basically, long story short, after six years, it's clear agencies are making progress with the Fatara scorecard, but they also understand what it takes to get good grades. So without a doubt, I think there's a lot of pressure being put on them from the Oversight and Reform Committee, which is great, and that's very important. But I think that's why there's all of a sudden this discussion now about, okay, well, where does it need to go next? Tom, for our listeners and readers, they can find the full scorecard on federalnewsnetwork.com as well, too. All right. And what do some of the lawmakers want to change about the way agencies are measured and what they're measured against? We've had six iterations of the Fatara scorecard, if you will. This is the 12th version, but it's been going on for about six years. And I think it's a question that's been asked over and over again during those last six years about how do we continue to make sure it's effective? How do we make sure that we can improve the scorecard? This one comes from Congressman Jody Heiss, the ranking member of the Subcommittee on Government Operations. And he actually asked several questions about the goals of the scorecard for today and what they are in the future. To me, the overriding question is, Uh, and always will be, are we spending federal IT dollars well? I mean, at the end of the day, that is the issue. And, you know, are projects coming in on time? Are they on budget? Do they do what they're supposed to do? Why or why not? I mean, these are just basic questions that we need to face and that we need answers for and that we need to keep a pulse on as we go through all of this. These are important questions. And the answers to these questions shine the light on pretty much everything else, whether it's procurement, workforce, organizational structure, culture, and on and on. Congressman Jody Heiss says he also would hope the committee and the Government Accountability Office, which work together to create the grades of the scorecard, would make some changes before number 13 or maybe number 14. He does realize uh, these things do take time. Now, Heiss says there are other IT and cyber areas that the subcommittee also needs to focus on and maybe break out on the new scorecard. What is the state of IT modernization, generally speaking? I know Congress passed the MGT Act, uh, and now there's billions of dollars, really, in technology modernization. Uh, Those funds are to be spread around. But what's its impact? What are we really getting in relation to modernization? Is it happening? Uh, Is it having the impact that it's uh, going to port point towards the kinds of modernization experiences that you've described in your testimony, Ms. Martirana. 
Secondly, are our systems safe? Uh, this is an issue that's come up time and again in hearings. As much as any system can be safe, are our systems safe? Uh, in uh, its testimony, the GAO's top concern uh, revolve around cyber issues. This is an issue we've got to deal with, and I believe the scorecard needs to hone in on those types of questions. Uh, given the critical nature of the topic, is it enough just to have it to be a subcomponent of the, the broader scorecard, or is it time to figure out a way to shine the spotlight on this area without tipping off the bad guys of our vulnerabilities? I think we have got to address this. The third area that Heist talks about is customer experience or customer service, specifically focused on federal services. And I think he says that's another area he'd like to see better measurements around. That's one member of Congress, Jody Heiss. How likely is the rest of Congress to go along with all of this? The idea about the cyber scorecard is really the most interesting one. Tom, let's go back. You and I go back a long time. Remember Tom Davis, the congressman from Virginia? Oh, yes, indeed. Remember, he used to have the FISMA scorecard or the JISRA, if you remember that, the Government Information Security Act scorecard. And... The question is, how well did that work? Now, to Tom Davis's credit, he did hold a hearing every year on the scorecard. But outside of that hearing, how well, how much other attention did he pay to, to cybersecurity? I think a lot of it came in letters and other types of discussions, but there was not necessarily hearings all the time on cybersecurity. So if the committee would follow the same path with Fatara as they would with, let's say, a cybersecurity scorecard, biannual grades, by you know hearings at least twice a year, I think that could be more impactful. And I think that would open the door to this idea of, okay, this maybe is a good idea. Now, Chairman of the Subcommittee on Government Operations, Jerry Conley, says he's open to seeking improvements for Tara Scorecard. He always has been. But I think he was very clear during the hearing he did not want to take his eye off the ball of the current set of metrics. Tom, we know Fatara will always evolve. We know the scorecard will always evolve. We saw that with the EIS grades and the removal of the software inventory grades. So I would expect some changes, whether they are like Jody Heiss offers, it's hard to say. All right. And beyond the grades themselves on Fatara, what else were they talking about with respect to actual management of information technology and its acquisition? Now, Tom, you cannot have a Fatara hearing without the idea of the definition of data centers coming up. Both Connolly and Congresswoman Katie Porter press federal CIO Claire Martirana about OMB's current definition of what a data center is. Tom, this argument goes back eight years. And, you know, it's, it's, I think it's time that either Jerry Conley and, and Katie Porter and others either rework the legislation or stop complaining. Now, I know that's, that's a hot take, right? We don't really have hot takes here on Federal News Network, but, but that is a hot take. Either deal with it or stop complaining about it because it's obviously OMB is not going to update their definition or they don't believe they should have to update their definition. Now, Conley did say, I will introduce a technical amendment to reemphasize what the data center definition is and force OMB and agencies to do what they say count non-tiered data centers. Now, GAO says the agencies have saved $7 billion since 2015 due to data center consolidation efforts, but both Congress and GAO believe there's a lot more on the table and there's concerns about cybersecurity vulnerabilities too. Now, the other item that came up is around the Technology Modernization Fund. And again, federal CIO Claire Mortarana offered more details than ever before about the proposals that the TMF board received over the last couple months. We have 108 projects that have come in from 43 different agencies. And I think it really represents the market demand for flexible IT modernization funding and our ability um, to work collaboratively to continue on the IT modernization journey that most agencies have a pretty significant backlog in their own portfolio for these projects. 
Federal CIO Claire Montrano also says of the 108 projects that they received, 42% are focused on modernizing high-priority systems, 75% have significant cyber component to them. So the total request for the 108 projects was over $2 billion, which is double what the board received from Congress last March. Additionally, Tom, the TMF board is spending about 10 hours a week reviewing these proposals. Now, Martirana did not say when they would be done with that review, but... There's a lot of focus on it, a lot of pressure. Lots of future stories, too. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com vision.